Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am Devin, and we're starting in here tonight. Always remember to like, share, and subscribe for new content. And let's see who we can get on the line with us. Uh, well, as always, guys, follow the towel rack, follow Red Out, um, and keep us in your thoughts and share and do all that good stuff. Let me see. I'm trying to get all the other guys in here. Let's see who we can get in here real quick, and we'll start our winners and losers as soon as I get the guys in. Okay. Still says everybody's offline. Okay. I know I started a little early. Let's see. Okay. So, so far, winners and losers for me. Um, I mean, Jared's on. What's with that music, Rude? Is that you? <laughs> I thought I'd have a little something going on while I was waiting for everybody to get oh, on. Jake's nice. here. I was go. so confused. I thought I left my music on in that background. <laughs> like, God, what is this? I know, right? I was like, ah, let's. It's called. Uh, they, they've got all these random names. One of them is Punk Rock, which is this uh, one. Uh, Rise of the King is this one, which reminds me of like an NFL countdown show. A little bit. And then this one is Soothing Country. That doesn't sound like. I don't think so either, but I could definitely see that as like a Garth Brooks song or something. Okay, uh, Jake is in the studio, but I don't see him on. So I don't know what's going on here. Bro. I got it. Say something. Oh, good, go. you got it. Okay. And New phone. Alex is Alex is coming in here in just a sec. Jake, I've missed you, you negative Nancy. I need someone else around here that has negative <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it has oh, been a rather man. negative time. I caught the plague. I've got another mm. cold. It's just been fun. Yeah, he's always been very sickly though. So, but now here's the deal. Like as a kid, I was super sickly. But like once I got to college, I was almost never sick. And then like the last two weeks, I don't know what it is. My kids bringing home something from daycare, and I'm just like, yeah, children are been terrible. Children are truly petri dishes. I've, I've the kid germs, out. man. I'm telling you, um, kid germs. Let's see here. Let's try. Man, my Google has completely screwed me up. Uh, let's see here. Okay. So winners and losers. I've got to hit one real quick. Uh, the 49ers. Yeah. Boo. I needed them to lose at least one game so the 72 Dolphins can still be the only undefeated team in NFL history. So we're good now. Womp, we're good. Womp. <laughs> yeah. It's, and, and what sucks is more is it. Do what? I said, what sucks more is this the freaking Seahawks, man. Yes, it's always the Seahawks. I know, they show up for that game. <laughs> Which is the yeah, end of overtime, too. So. Yeah. And I'm just like glad he didn't go for the kick? tie. It was. It was a wild kick, but I'm just glad I'm just glad that Shanahan didn't go for the tie. But I was like, why don't you go for the tie? I was like, because this isn't soccer, okay? We don't go yep. for ties. We win. If nobody wins, both of them lose. In my opinion. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. It should, it should be no time. All right. Having some issues with Alex getting on. Let's see. Dude, I got winners and losers. No, go okay. For it. I, I, I Winner. Know, if, if I have one of yours, I'm going to let Jared do it because he's been on this high horse for 24 hours. But go ahead. <laughs> Winner. I'm probably, I'm probably going to steal Jared's. I feel bad. Probably. Jared, why don't you just go, do buddy? It. Yeah, well, Jared, you go winner. ahead. You know what yours is. Yeah, Jared, you I go. Gotta... This is, I know what Okay, so obvious winner. First of all, America, but second of yes. all, specifically, <laughs> specifically the University of Evansville. Shout yes. out to the Purple Aces taking down number one ranked Kentucky in what their own it? building. 64 to no 67 to 64 64 yes. yeah okay there's a lot of fun things to unpack with all of this so just very briefly while you're getting alex set up so this is the first time that an unranked non-conference team has beat a number one team in their own building since long beach state coached by seth greenberg at the time beat roy williams and kansas in 1993 and wow. so that's pretty wild it hasn't happened in that long of a time but they did say that Kansas uh, went to the Final Four that year, so Kentucky season isn't over. But I hope it is, <laughs> just because. Nice, but yeah. yeah. But no, it was incredible that Purple Aces were able to pull it off. They have a nice little campus; it's really cool. Uh, but yeah, first of all, the the fact that Kentucky basketball and Alabama football lost within like a week of each other, like even shorter than that, is beautiful for the United States. And the Cowboys lost as well. So this has just been Dude, a really Lexington good must be on fire right now. Every team yeah, they care and about. And they got beat by UK Tennessee basketball, well. Alabama football, both lost. Yeah. Even Kentucky football, they lost to the Vols, which is pretty sad. <laughs> which, by the yeah, way. It's so funny I, they can't beat them. By the way, I hate, I hate Tennessee. So oh, I hate Tennessee. I do too. I live <laughs> yeah. right on the Tennessee yeah. state line, and it sucks. Well, I know. I mean. I, we were, I mean, growing up in Allen County, and then being, uh, and then going to Rocky Top made it even worse. Ugh. Ooh, I have a fun fact for you guys. Fun fact, okay. About Rocky Top? Yeah, well, yes, actually, that my dad, uh, he was a farmer for a long time, but when he was looking to get out of being a farmer, he sold a tractor to somebody, but the tractor that he sold was to one of the people that helped write Rocky Top, one of the Osborne brothers, so I thought that was really cool. That That is kind of crazy. All right. Yeah. Like, I don't know why out of all the places he could have got something, he went to Franklin, Kentucky, but I mean, it is what it is. It's a pretty cool story. He's like, I sold a tractor to the guy that wrote Rocky Top, so I mean, yeah. I don't know what. Did he like pay you in like original signed lyric versions of Rocky Top? Is that? Uh, like when he wrote it on a napkin, some oh. random bar in White House. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, no, probably not. Dude, I do. Ha- I have a winner though. I have. Go I have more it. winners. The entire state of Arkansas. Yes, we got your coach out of there for you. Yeah, you're welcome, Arkansas. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, they, uh, you know, they were, that was the greatest thing ever. And, and that's what I told somebody was like, well, when are they going to fire their coach? And I was like, probably on a Sunday. T- t- tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's just exactly kind of like right. National Coaching Day. I mean, Coach Firing Day is like Sunday. They usually do that. Just be like, we'll be nice. Let him have the post game interviews. Let him get a decent night's sleep of stress, wondering if they still have a job in the morning. 
and then we'll call them in early and be like, uh, got some bad news. Uh, Dude, yeah. I loved, I loved Chad Morris trying to sell, like, like he was, it's, I guess it's kind of sad. I'm, no, you know, I am mean, I don't care. Uh, he's like essentially begging for his job during the press conference after the game. He's like, no, I am still the right one for this rebuild. We need more time. It's like, no, you don't, dude. You he sounds like really haggard. <laughs> I need yeah. more time. It's almost like a Mike Stanford or something. Mm. Yeah, just not as expensive as a mistake. Ooh, that would be a fun thing to think about. What would our record be if Sanford was still our head coach? Oh, God, like... You know that's, what's sad I mean, is worse. Morning to write, just so you know. That's a good off season. Once like, once football season's over and we kind of like everything, the dust kind of settles. When and then basketball calms down, like late April. That's a that's a good article to look back on and write. Just I agree. what if? What if I told you? <laughs> what, if, <laughs> what if I told you? Classic. That Western didn't make a good decision. No, they made a good decision. Absolutely. Can you hear me there now? There you go, buddy. Yeah, yeah buddy. good. Go. Today is the worst day for technology for Alex right now. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you no, sound like, good, man. Thank you. Like, no lie. I tried paying my car bill, which I finally did. I went yesterday to do it because normally it just goes out of my debit card. But apparently now they switched it over to where... You would have to use your checking account and your routing number from your bank in order to process it. So it has not been a fun 12 hours for me, technology-wise. No, that was my fault, Alex. I put the wrong email address in. When I send out the invites every week for the uh, for our guests, which technically everybody is here. So, um, But anyway. Yeah, you're good, you're good Devin. You're good. Us. Okay. So we've done some winners and losers, Alex. Uh, we've got Kentucky. Uh, we've got the 49ers. Uh, do you have any to add to the uh, winners and losers list? Yes. First, I would like to start off my winners by saying that everybody's NFL teams have actually got a victory this week. Yeah. Somehow, except for Jake's yes. 49ers. <laughs> yeah. Except, but I mean, everybody that wasn't undefeated, let's just... Yeah, Go the Dolphins right have won two games more than I thought they would this season. Thank y'all for beating the Colts, by the way. Honestly, I don't even know how that happened. It was ridiculous. It Both could be Cat and Jack. Yes, I boss. mean Titans beat the Chiefs. I mean Derrick Henry went hard. It was yeah. just man. That man is a terrifying pr- specimen. Yes. I hope we resign them. I really do. Out of all the guys that we need to resign back in the next few months, he's definitely number one on my list. You mean Marcus Mariota's not number one? (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say something snide like that. (laughs) I I really hope Marcus just goes elsewhere and just balls out. Like I can see him being with the Patriots, believe it or not. Like it would just be. It's like a theory that me and a bunch of my friends in this Titans group chat have. It's like Marcus is somehow going to be back up to Tom Brady. Brady's going to play at least one more year, teach Marcus everything he knows, and just goes straight from there. Like he's going to pass the torch. That would yeah. be kind of insane. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, everything was put on Mar- on Mariota to do you know do his thing. So we'll just have to see how it goes. 
But at the same time, it's like, who knew that Ryan Tannehill would actually flourish with this offense? Because <laughs> the really, Ryan fans really like me. Yeah, <laughs> the one dolphin. Like, he just had no protection whatsoever in Miami. And if you look at the numbers that he put up, like, there was – I think he had, like, the most amount of uh, – like yardage, like in his first four seasons, like he was up yes. there Peyton Manning and uh, I think Dan Marino. Or it was, it was just ridiculous. y'all couldn't keep a very steady offensive line. I mean, y'all had Landry, y'all had Kevin Stills. It was just Kenny. Sorry, Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills. Yeah, it was yeah. just man. My thing was, is the Dolphins are just. Uh, it, this is a really poor joke, but I can't not say this. Uh, the it. Dolphins, de- the defenses going against the Dolphins' offense were like Japanese whalers going against the Dolphins. Yeah, that's a perfect noise for that. <laughs> You're gonna get a phone call from Peta in the morning, Dennis. <laughs> probably will. I'll probably get some. I'll dirty. bring it on. It's all good. It's and all- my losers for this week would have to be the Houston Astros. They're in hot water from a controversy. Oh, there was yeah. A news article. Yes, there was a news article that just recently came out that they were accused and now being investigated for stealing. I forgot which team it was, but this was like back in 2017. They, they won. Yes. 2001. Okay, whenever. Like 2000, uh, no, oh, 2017. Yeah, 2017. They won. He said won oh, the World oh, Series. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I don't do no, baseball, you're... so I was like, whatever. <laughs> He's like, ah, whatever. Stop. No, they, they basically recorded their the other team's signs from their like outfield. Uh, oh, yeah, from center they, field. They pulled a yeah. Belichick. Yeah, exactly. Yes, they absolutely did. And this is yeah, if it wasn't going on during yeah, if it wasn't going on during football season, this would be an even bigger deal. So yeah, and it was hilarious considering the fact that pretty much. The Cardinals, which I say were just pretty much guilty anyway, of hacking in the Astros database around the same year that they did this. So it's just like, do not throw stones in a glass house. Like, please. Yes, completely agree. Um, Ross, you're joining us a little late, but what? do you have any winners and losers, buddy? Did we already go through Evansville? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yes, we've got Evansville, uh, and Alex got – at Houston, and we made fun of all the NFL teams, so you're up, buddy. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would say winners, Arkansas. I mean, we'll get into this, but all their fans said, hey, put us out of your misery, and we did. So, yeah. Uh, loser, you were Chad, yeah. yeah. Chad Morris uh, getting fired after losing to Western. You know, he's a big loser. I mean, I think he went 0 and 2, or, you know, 2 and 4 against G5 teams in his, uh, in his two seasons in Arkansas, so I mean, like I said, you can uh, you can you don't have to win big at most places when you start off, but you can't lose the games like that. And uh, it was great to put a nail in their coffin. So, and that's my thing too with the um, uh, with Arkansas. You're in such a highly competitive conference in the West and the SEC West, more specifically, that. You've got to win those gimme games like Western. And, I mean, no offense to us, but Arkansas and Western, that's a team that you – last week ESPN had us at a, what, 38% chance of beating them. And, I mean, obviously we came out and topped them. But yeah, it's not It's not like this was like the 2015 or 16 Western team where we were, like, smoking hot. This is a very flawed, you know, okay yeah. team. 
And yeah, know, to, get, to run time. them off the field was just funny. Oh, I excellent. loved it. I loved it. Uh, welcome, Mr. Hilltopper, into the uh, live show for once, buddy. You've been asking for this for a while, so uh, we're glad we can finally come live to you all. Um, yeah. So just kind of jumping in, beside, skipping over football for just a moment. We're going to talk about some other sports here. Uh, volleyball is yeah, yeah. killing it. Um, Smoking. Yes, they are. Um, so let me see here real quick. The, let me go in chronological order. So on the 8th of November, they played North Texas and beat them three sets to one. And then they played Rice in a super close one and beat Number them. 17 Rice on yeah. the road. Yeah, I got that circled and I just skipped over it. Number 17 Rice, uh, three can't sets to do that. Two. I know, I know. I was coming back to it. Uh, and that was on the 10th. So that's, I mean, that's just crazy. The Lady Tops are amazing. They're doing great stuff. Uh, I got next- some strong feelings about that, though. What's your strong feelings? That they deserve to be ranked higher than 19th. Yes. It's crap. Which is very true. Yes. Seriously. Like, there's yeah, no they should be higher than that. That, just, that. that bothers the crap out of me. They've got one loss on this season. They're pounding everyone to death. They go and beat number 17 on the road. And, like, I know they went up in ranking. I know that from, like, 22 or 23. It was 22, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, 22 uh, yeah. to 19. But, no, you beat... You you at least get to bunny hop number seventeen. Okay, I'm sorry. You get to you get to go to you beat seventeen. You get to at least go there. They need to be ranked higher. Yeah, you stuck gotta, together volleyball ranking association. I completely agree. You got to go to at least seventeen, if not a little higher. Uh, let's, just, let's just hope this quenches like an at large bid. That's all. Yeah. I think that's Seriously, I think yes. that's what the win the win hopefully does. If they take care of business this week, you win the regular season title. If you lose to Rice in the final, hopefully beating them on the road clinches you a spot where you have some margin for error. So, so here's my thing. Um, West, Western's volleyball team plays La Tech, and then they play UAB. Uh, La Tech's on the 14th, and U- UAB's on the 16th. Um, you can check WKU Sports for the times on that. Uh, so since we knocked Rice, are they out of the top 25 or so in the college volleyball polls? I don't know. Do you all know? I haven't checked the full list. I just I didn't pay attention to anyone lower than us, to be honest with you. <laughs> Rice is irrelevant now. We beat them, so yeah. Correct. I was going yeah. to compare, compare this to the uh, the Marshall. Uh, I mean, we're 22nd in the RPI, and Rice is still 15th. So we gave them their second loss of the season. And then let's look at these rankings. I mean, why, you know, let's be factually uh, correct. Uh, you know, 19, Rice dropped to 21. So. Okay, so first off, full disclosure, uh, facts are optional in this show. So, yes. just so you all say know. stuff. 100% of them facts are made up on the spot. Yes. That's exactly right. Yes, except for Ross, who probably really Googled that because I was yeah. not going to. I Googled um, it, yeah. I'm quite. Yes. Maybe in a second. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, and then looks like uh, cross country is going to go to the Southeast Regional on the 15th, which is Friday. And women's basketball is playing uh, Belmont, which is going on, what, right now, right? Yeah, as we speak. Yeah, it's going on right now as we speak. The Tower Rack, the Twitter account is live tweeting the game. Matt? I was going to say, let me see if I can get Matt on here to give us a live update. <laughs> it's a call, Matt. Matt, yes. what are you doing? Yes. What's going on? It's a special <laughs> live, live podcast. We're going live in two different ways. That's right. I'm, yeah, it's Forty I, to twenty-six, lady toppers, right now. 
Nice. Nice. Woo! All right. Love being the Bruins. Green. All yes. Right. Let's hope our men can do the same. Yes. Belmont's two and zero. Oh. I mean, it looks like they're. Uh, I think, like Matt said, they're a preseason OVC favorite. So. Good. Uh, looks like uh, men's basketball has Eastern Kentucky on the fifteenth, and that's at six p.m. Uh, I'm guessing that's not televised, is it? It's on ESPN Plus. They oh, don't have good. television in Richmond, so no. No, I'll be I'll be at the game. Yeah, they don't they don't know what TVs are. It's all telegraph fast. It's like once you leave Lexington, it's just deliverance at this point. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. honestly, so, I don't care how many years it's been since we left the OVC. Eastern will always be one of our biggest rivals, and should be. Eh. Just the whole directional matchup, Western versus Eastern. I mean, yeah. And the overall, history. Overall, I'm going to disagree on that hot take. Why? Overall, Jared, I do agree as an overall statement. But modern times, no, I can't agree with that. I'm sorry, buddy. I mean, obviously, we're way out of their league now. We're a lot better, yeah. but at the same time. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. Have you ever been to Richmond? Yes. Uh, no. I, uh, <laughs> no, I think I've been God, once, for, but I don't for, remember. For such a rival, Jared, I mean, come on, man. You've been to Murfreesboro, haven't you? No, I don't, I don't even – I've gone through Murfreesboro. I haven't gone to their campus. I try to stay away. First off, Eastern Smart. has a knockoff PFT. Just saying. Yeah. They really do. Yeah. Have you, have you, all, have you all been to Richmond to their campus? I haven't. I, don't I haven't been on campus. I don't remember what the name of the building is, but there is a tower, not on the south side of their campus, but there's a tower on their campus, and it just reminded me of PFT. Um, let's see. I can't remember what year it was, but the last time football played Eastern. Um, 2006 or seven, probably. I would say seven. But anyway, yeah. um, it may have been eight, actually. It may have been 2008. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, so... The, I was warned going into the game when we went to Richmond that there was a chance that they would pour beer on us when we came out of the out of the stadium because at that point they only had one side. Uh, so we were told to wear rain jackets and everything, and I was like, "Good God!" So that's where the that's where the rivalry for me is. I just I love straight class. Eastern. Yeah, and I and I silently judge people who go to Eastern, just so you know. Um, Good. Here, here's my opinion <laughs> on Eastern. I mean. <laughs> I only got They're one basically... favorite person on what the Eastern know. Yeah. Go ahead, Ross. I mean, basically, we've separated ourselves from them enough, and we don't play them regularly enough where, you know, I, I consider places like Murray and stuff like that to be much bigger rivals when it comes to just our old OBC brethren because they're always so worthy adversary. Like, you look at the, the series in both football and uh, basketball, we dominate both of them. It's just... It's kind of the one-sided rivalry type thing. So, and we need to play Murray State again. That needs to come back. Correct. That's all. Yeah. Yes, game. please, because I used to go every single year. And Murray's a good program, so yeah, that'd be a fun one. I yeah, it took to Tennessee that happen. to uh, So Brett actually brings up something really good. Did you all see the uh, point guard that signed with us today? I'm sure. Yeah. Had Davion that. McKnight. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah David McKnight out of. Uh, Mercer? I was going to say he's in state, so I'm not sure. Shelbyville, yeah, uh, Martha, state, Lane Collins, Martha Lane Collins High School. Okay, okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he's. Uh, uh, I don't know if he'll get Mr. Kentucky or not. What do you all think? I haven't seen him. Mm, I mean, maybe. it's going to be between him and another commit that 
was going to come here, but recently just committed with Louisville JJ Trainer out of Bardstown. So here, here's my opinion on all that. Uh, Louisville commits are notorious for getting left over by the rest of the state for that. So McKnight has a chance, but you also have to worry about this this Auburn uh, commit or Auburn signee at Oldham County, where I'm actually from where he could probably just be like the neutral party too. So McKnight will be probably a top three or five player. We'll see if he gets if he gets it or not. That'd be cool to have just keep that legacy because, well, we've got ha- or Hollingsworth won Mr. Basketball. Um, did Justice Carson win? Carson Williams did, didn't he? Carson Williams and, and Cam Justice. So we have three already yes. on the team. So we would keep three going into the next season as well. So that'd be pretty cool. That would be that really would awesome. Be. Um, that would be. So, so sliding over to uh, Lady Top basketball, obviously we've got the Lady Tops playing tonight. Uh, currently, uh, we'll get an update on their score here in just a second. Um, but looks like uh, they beat Mercer, and when was that? Oh, do 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 do. Oh, sorry, that was on the eighth. Uh, so Friday. that was last Friday. No, la- yeah, last Friday, seventy-five sixty-two. Lady Tops are doing pretty good so far this year. We'll have to see how everything turns out. Uh, let me pull up ESPN so I can get a lot of updates. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Here we go. Okay, so. I just want Devin to, like, to beatbox for, like, the next 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. I got my life here. Just as long as it doesn't come in, start talking. Uh, Western's winning 40 to 26 over Belmont. Western is 1 and 1 for the year. Uh, they fell to Louisville, wasn't that right? No. Yeah, N- number yeah. nine Louisville. So no, yeah. no shame. Yeah, there. they're always very good. I'm not shaming. I'm not shaming them whatsoever. So yeah, <laughs> it's just the tone in your voice, Devin. <laughs> He's just sad. He's just yeah. always sad when when the top team loses. Yes, when the Hilltoppers lose, I get a little. I get a little sad. I can't help it. Uh, so we're talking football, and in case you yeah. all, it's Western beat Arkansas. Uh, and we got Chad Morris fired, so woo-hoo. yeah. Uh, so what, you're welcome, Arkansas fans. Um, so any chance that Willie Taggart goes to Arkansas? Uh, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> hey, I, I could see that as a possibility. I'm just saying. But anyway, he's the least Arkansas would, guy that could go to Arkansas. Could y'all like? Just, I would lose. <laughs> I'm sorry. I would lose faith. And everything college football outside of Western, if that actually happens. Yeah, just mark it down. Taggart's going to Harbaugh's staff or Saban's staff and just going to get that check. Yeah, Definitely could see that. Definitely could see that. Um, so, Western, <laughs> so Western clobbered Arkansas uh, this past Saturday. Uh, final score was 45-19. to 19. Um, I think Jake was looking for them to, quote, lock it in a little more. But I think that score kind of helped them out. Uh, oh, school. dude, yeah. Like, I, I was tweeting that. I was like, hey, guys, lock it in. And then they get, <laughs> then they scored a touchdown. And then in the pick six, I was like, oh, okay, good job. Yeah, like that. I mean, honestly, I think the Hilltoppers were golden. Uh, yeah. We'll kind of go around here for in just a second. It's your all's opinion. Uh, total yards, 478 for Western. 213 passing. 265 rushing. Uh, one turnover, which was a fumble. And, uh, of course, Arkansas, 340 yards, 87 passing yards. Jesus. I'm sorry. Yeah, they didn't have a prayer. And, I mean, of course, uh, completion percentage here was 
They were nine of twenty-six. Um, so you're so, telling me Jerry Jones' grandson isn't a good quarterback? No way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was just horrible. I, if I like, hadn't watched Ross's DirecTV account, I would have loved to watch that. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't. No joke. I guess I think I guessed this password like six times. All of a sudden, it's like it's locked, and I was like, "Oh crap!" So <laughs> Ross can't get into his DirecTV. That's why. It's working uh, fine on my end. I don't know. Okay, lucky you. <laughs> Um, so, uh, but they did have 253 rushing yards uh, on 28 attempts. So that's, I mean, they were moving. But two, of the, but two of those attempts were long runs by uh, that yeah, two, last chance. Two, yeah. yeah, Boyd. Yeah, say, about 140 of those yards were on, like, two runs. Which, uh, time of possession, actually, in the first half, I want to say Western had it for, like, three quarters, like 75% of the time compared to Pretty much. Uh, Western was at 36, and Arkansas had 23 minutes. Of course, that a lot of that was based off of the you know final few plays there. Um, I mean, Western was golden; they could do no wrong. Um, Ross, what did you think, buddy? You were there. I mean, it was it was great. I mean, uh, I think I listen to the, the uh, press conferences always, and I think. You know, Tyson Helton said him and Ellis were like looking at each other, and this was like old times. And it was it was just really great to see every uh, see everything finally click and come together because we were we've been waiting on that all season offensively. You know, they converted on fourth down. They were aggressive with their play calling. Ty Story was a man possessed. It was kind of cool, you know, being in the stadium. There was probably he had like fifty or sixty people wearing all the same sweatshirt that said it's Story time and had a WKU logo in the middle and. They were just cheering hard, and then you know all the Arkansas fans were like, "We're secretly cheering for Ty Story, and we don't want you know if you guys beat us, thank you, and all this other stuff." So that was kind of fun, you know, going out and uh, just seeing seeing everything quick. Um, you know, really nothing to nitpick besides a couple of long runs. So I mean, Lucky Jackson just keeps keeps being a beast in the season. I think he's going to get over a thousand yards. Jacob Pearson, just an amazing little slot receiver. Um, Gage Walker was, uh, you know, good steady self. He'll probably get over a thousand yards. So, really, nothing to complain about. I mean, our only our fourth SEC win in school history. We got to cherish those, and I think that was the first WKU road trip I'd been on since probably we beat UK in 2012 or 13. I went to both of those games. That I'd actually seen Western win a uh, road game against a P5 school. So you got to cherish all those victories, and it was cool. Yeah, and actually I was going to bring up something real quick. Towards the end of the game, they start putting in the second and third string, et cetera. Um, they did put Josh Samuel in. So and he well, played Clayton Bumble. Bush, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, he played pretty Butch. Uh, he did pretty good. Um, I don't know if it was an injury issue that kept him out or other issues that kept him from playing. But we'll just have to see as far as everything goes. Um, so let me look. Let me take a look real quick. Uh, Jake, what did you think of the game, buddy? I love when we can just obliterate a team on their home field and get their coach fired. Like that's just so much fun to me. Just, just again, I love the opponent tears. You know, the sadness. I really enjoy it. Kind of just bathe it in. Uh, it, it's kind of bittersweet because they were all kind of like, well, thank you for being a guest. Like, no, be upset. So I was kind of going through all the, the Twitter just firestorm, and that was fun. Like, yeah, kind of like Ross said, dude. Oh, so good. But, like, there's not 
a whole lot that I, there's not really anything to like I mean, again, I, I'm usually the one that wants to pee on everybody's parade, and there isn't really whatever thing Devin is strangling in the background. Holy crap, what was that? Uh, no murder on the show, guys. Come on. No, no, no. Uh, this wasn't murder. Thought, this was just great, but go ahead. But no, it was really cool because, you know, you guys, I, I always talk smack about Lucky, but he's been so good that he's they covered him so well. Yeah, so he's been doing so good that they covered him so well that it was like, this is going to tell you how long it's been since I've actually played fantasy football actively. There was a year I picked up Golden Tate when both him and Megatron were on the Lions, and Golden Tate routinely scored more points because people were like quadruple covering Megatron, and so he was always open. That was Jacor Pearson in this game. And Lucky Jackson still had 79 yards and made some crazy catches, or 73 yeah. yards and some amazing catches. Like The only thing I'll say, the only thing is... Gage Walker still probably we probably still need a backup running back. Just throwing it out there. Thank you. Um, but other but seriously, that other than that, and I will end my happiness on two words. Munson tackle. Yes. 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 That was really funny actually. I think a lot of retweets from that. That's all. Uh but Okay, hold on. There we go. Let's get it going again. There you go. That's right. There oh, we go. I love That's that so much. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, so, yeah, Josh Samuel had three carries for 14 yards. Uh, we're and a fumble. Yes, and he had a fumble. Ross, you know, since Jake's been gone, you've, you've turned into the negative Nancy, I'm saying. Um, you mean the people that tell truths? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, the thing is, he's been waiting to play all season, and he, you know, they were Shanley was driving. They were going to get a, a late garbage score and even run up and more, and then he decided to fumble. I mean, yeah, it's whatever. fifty would have been awesome. Yeah. Well, well, we the thing I loved is we topped our season total for season high for points in the first half. Yeah, that, that showed how great of a day it was. Yes. Yeah. And um, we had like the most fourth down conversions of any team in a single half this entire season. So that's pretty. That was yeah. crazy. They went four for four. I was like, is this no, five for five in the first half? Or was it the whole game? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It was really crazy. Um, let me see if I can find in here. Uh, well, anyway, I mean, so of course, Arkansas—they're kind of the bottom feeders this year in the SEC West. Uh, they're zero for six conference, two and eight overall. Um, so it's it's just ugly for them. Uh, J- uh, Jared, what did you think of the games, bud? Oh man, it was just beautiful to see Western have that kind of dominance over any Power Five school. I mean, sure they are cellar dwellers in the SEC, but I mean, you still want to show up and win by that kind of margin, just to kind of make a point. And just it's good for recruiting too, because Coach Elton can be like, "Yeah, we can hang with the big dogs and blow them out and everything, and still be able to show them that," which is really good for recruiting purposes as well. And being on SEC Network was really good for them. But, yeah, it's just an all-around good game on Western's part. It was fun to watch. And, of course, the memes were great on the Talrack Twitter account. That was yes. really, really fun. And I really liked Arkansas Fight, the SB Nation account. We, they did really good interacting with us as well and giving us some shout-outs, uh, respect to them. But, I mean, we got their coach fired. We won by a lot. And we're bowl eligible now, so heck yeah. I just wish that we could have had this golden – ticket basically against Marshall and FAU especially Marshall because and uh, Central Arkansas beating them we would be at seven wins right now I mean if we I mean we if we had beaten all of them we'd be at 10 and 0 right now but still Which, that's insane that the fact that they could be that close 
to that yeah. kind of record. And I've just had a year turned around. And Helton's first year, too. I mean, man, I hope that he gets a decent extension if Helton can keep this up because he's going to be getting a lot of offers, but I don't want to talk about that. Eh, I, I think we're safe. It's, he's got to do it over multiple years before we yeah. have to start worrying yeah. about it. You got like Speaking you of, got a couple years. Of, let me uh, let me throw this little uh, poll out here, uh, which a lot of people have had a lot of fun commenting on that I misspelled or I used the wrong tense of there. Uh, but anyway, uh, so out of ninety-two people, I'm going to do the macro poll. Um, we've got fifty-two, so about fifty-six percent of people said that Western could go eight and four this year, uh, while. We had uh, okay. We had forty-three percent of people uh, who who voted who said that Western would go seven and five. Uh, who's eating? Somebody's I'm scooping some stuff out of a pot. I'm not. I know, eating right? <laughs> My bad. So you anyway. gotta take advantage of when you get a second to eat when you got a five-month-old man. Apparently. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, I'll try to be quieter. That's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, which the funny thing in this is that Ross was the positive person who voted for the eight and four, and then Matt McKay voted for the seven and five, who by all means and purposes is like the most positive person on the towel rack, and he's being the pessimist in this aspect. So come on, Matt. I'm hopping on the bandwagon. That win was is going to carry our sales. We're going to win the. We get the bye week. We got the last two games. Let's let's just take care of business and then, really, you know, I was looking at the roster for next year. We have a couple gaps to fill in. Obviously, number one being Ty Story, number two being Lucky Jackson. But we've got a really good roster that can compete for a uh, conference championship next season. So let's let's. Do what Stanford or Sanford couldn't even do in his first year and close strong. Get, I think seven wins is a minimum because you got to beat Middle Tennessee. They're reeling. It's at home. You know their season's pretty much already over. Let's let's take care of business and let's let's carry that into a fun bowl game and and all be excited. That's yeah. I yeah. have to agree on that seven and five. Like at this point, you really need to beat Middle. I don't know about USM. We can talk about that in a minute, but you got to beat Middle. Yeah, we've got. I mean, we've got USM in two weeks because we've got a bye week coming up this week. Uh, so it kind of kills our momentum, but we have an extra week to prepare for Heal up. Uh, USM. I want to make sure I get those uh, letters <laughs> Not correct. SMU. SMU. USM. Southern Methodist. SUM. Yeah. Pony Express, baby. Yeah, whatever they are. Uh, so anyway, um, right now, uh, ESPN has the FPI index. Uh, favoring USM at 64.2% with uh, Western at a 35.8. Uh, so they're leaning towards them. Um, of course, I, I, honestly, I'm wondering if a lot of these games aren't padded for them. <clears throat> Excuse me. North Texas isn't as good as it was last year, in my opinion. Uh, so Southern Miss beat them 45-27. to 27. They beat the Miners 31-13. They lost to La Tech 45-30. And they beat Rice 20-6 at UAB 37-2. Which, by the way, crazy score, obviously. UAB had had a bunch of injuries, but... They're playing a a freshman quarterback, I think. 
Uh, so uh, total yards, just looking at the stats here, uh, USM averages about 421 yards a game. Uh, they're allowing 346. Uh, Western's total yards, 372 yards allowed, 320. Um, I, the only thing that really is standing out to me thus far is that the yards allowed for USM is only 107, which yeah, that impressive. is crazy. Yeah, their their defense is stout. Yes, uh, they've had four sacks, like four and a half sacks in the last two games. Well, their their points per game is 30 flat, straight straight 30, and uh, points allowed is 25.8, which is about what Western's at. We're only we're getting about 24 average a game and allowing about 20.5. So. I mean, I think Western's got a shot. Oh, yeah, for sure got a shot. For sure. They have to show up on offense, which they've had to do the last three games. And I think, you know, as we can tell, even even in the Marshall and FAU games, we're posting over 400 yards a game. Yeah. You know, let's, let's hope they can keep clicking, you know, against a, probably a better team than Arkansas and Southern Miss. So. And I don't know if you all have noticed this or not, but when the FPI favors the other team by 60%, Western wins. At least last week, right? Knock on wood. Uh, But they favored Army by 60%. Uh, They favored Arkansas by 60%. And now they're favoring Southern Miss by 60%. Uh, So just some – Let's keep the streak going. Yeah, so just some stats. And, of course – Western's favored against middle, 67.7% to 32.3%. Uh, but middle is having a atrocious season. so They've got good. a really good running quarterback, though. So, I mean, I uh, can't think of his name on top of my head right now. But he's Asher O'Hara. He's a one-man team pretty much. So, if we can stop the run, which against team like middle, I don't see us having a problem with that. So, but well, take care of business at home, probably in front of ten thousand fans, and you know, yeah. go to, go to a bowl game. So, so they beat so middle beat Marshall twenty four thirteen. They lost yeah, that to was FAU. An anomaly. Yeah, they lost to FAU twenty eight thirteen. They lost to North Texas thirty three to thirty. They beat FIU fifty to seventeen. Which good gravy, man! They did. They ran all over them. And uh, then they lost to Charlotte, which was my favorite thing ever, uh, thirty-four to twenty. Um, so, and as Ross was saying, uh, O'Hare is just they're basically their offense. He's yeah, got he's seventeen hundred yards uh, passing. Uh, he's got one hundred and thirty or seven hundred and fifty-seven yards rushing, one hundred thirty-seven carries. Uh, he's totaled completely twenty touchdowns. Uh, that's passing and rushing. I mean, it's just he's funny. He's got like cool. running back numbers for rushing. He does. He's he's their leading rusher. You're looking on ESPN, um, and he's leading their receiving yards. No, I'm just kidding. There, uh, <laughs> he's, he's throwing to himself. <laughs> he throws it up. He runs down. O'Hare pass to O'Hare. Yeah, that's that would be. Did a I read that right? Is he got a cousin. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's down in there, Riverboro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyways. Yes, yeah, straight. Uh, yep. Never let that die. Straight bitties. <laughs> the back fat of Murfreesboro. Uh, back fat of Tennessee. I love that so much. Back fat of Nashville. Back fat of, Tennessee. Yeah. Back fat of uh, Nashville. That's so good. So let's uh, let's kind of throw the brakes on. I guess since we're on the bye week, we can go to basketball yes. as much as it pains me. Um, Western <laughs> beat uh, Austin P. Governors 97-75. to 
Uh, Jared, you were there. What did you think, buddy? Ooh, it was impressive, even though it was Austin P. They lost a bunch of good players, but they still have uh, Terry Taylor, good old Bowling Green kid. I, still, I think he still got about close to 20 points in that game. But offense was rolling, and the fact that there's different people on this team for Western that can step up and score a bunch of points is great. Like, Tavion Hollingsworth, he did a lot better. I think he got close to, like, 20-something points, like 20 or 21. Ken he, Justice he got, got 21. Yeah, I knew that him and Justice both had over 20. Uh, of course, Williams, I think he had, like, 12. I'm not doing all this from the top of my head, by the way. Uh, he had a bunch. Bassey obviously came in with a double-double again. Still really good for him. Uh, it's just so many people on this Western team can show up. Like, Williams didn't do as good as he did against Tennessee Tech, but Cam Justice went off. Like, he shot really well. I think he's, like, 5 of 7 from downtown. He did a lot of good things. And Jordan Rawls, he's starting to show a lot of promise, too. I'm really liking what I'm seeing out of him so far. Uh, he got a little extra minutes in this game because uh, he, it's just kind of good for them to run up the score a little bit and let these younger guys get some more experience, especially before conference play gets here. So I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Jordan Rawls. He had a couple of made three-pointers, which is good for him. But overall, I mean, just almost getting to 100. I wanted them to get 100 so bad, but the fact that they still got 97, they shot 50%, I think. No, it was 50 or 60 from the floor. It was pretty oh, they, good. Yeah, they shot – I think they shot uh, free throws. They were at 89.7%, so almost 93% or yeah. 90% on free throws. They did shoot the 60%, and three-pointers, they were shooting 52%, which I'll take that all day. Yeah, so, I mean, just phenomenal shooting all around. I hope they can keep that up and keep that offensive momentum because if they can do that, they'll blow out just about everybody in our conference except for maybe a couple of teams, especially UTSA. They will yeah. blow them out because they suck this year. <laughs> yeah. See, we'll here's my hot take on the scoring, though, is that they did they went off. They made a bunch of threes. That's awesome. This team, again, cannot make the mistake of thinking that's how they win basketball games, by just shooting 50% from three. Because... Well, well in Cam Justice is shooting it, though. Right, yeah, but, Cam Justice is cool. right. but the, the reason that, again, he can do that, that's fine. If Tay and Josh and Jordan Rawls and Ricky Bassey start jacking up threes from the outside then we got some problems. I still want this team to focus on, and they, they have an answer now with Carson Williams to back up Bassey uh, down low. I still want them to attack the rim. I still want them to create opportunities down low because that does open up you know, Cam Justice to just go off from outside. But they got to know their roles because this team falls in love with the three again, we're going to have some crappy losses. And I just, I'm just freaked. Anytime Western gets hot from three, I freak out. Because that's what basketball is like in vogue right now is everybody shoot the three. It's like slow your roll. The dudes that can shoot the three need to shoot the three. In their defense, there was only 17 attempts at the three-pointer. Justice hit. Right, which is fine. But the game before, they went three for 20. So to say Uh that we're this three-point shooting team now is a little bit of a, you know, it's a little bit of a red herring. Like, well, I mean, calm down on being the. the, I wouldn't say we're a a a three-point shooter. Look we don't have enough data, Jake, to really decide that yes or no yet anyway. It's like I, I like my cake gooey, Ross. 
I do too. That's how I feel about the Conference USA as a whole. Like prior to yesterday, like with New Mexico State getting beat by UTEP, that's a really impressive win for UTEP. I'm glad to see them kind of bounce back because they haven't been good in a few years. They've been, usually they've been one of the best teams in the conference and they haven't really shown anything the past few seasons. But that's, yeah, they were, they were definitely digging for that one. Uh, 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 there is my take on the yeah. Okay, hold was, on. Yeah, okay, go ahead, Ross, go ahead, buddy. It was great, and this is what we really, what we need to focus on until probably starting next weekend. Blowing out inferior teams. We didn't blow out. We didn't blow out Tennessee Tech. You know, let them hang around. They only won by twelve. The other, you know, Saturday's game, they were in control the whole way. They were up 20, 24, 25 the whole game. We do that. That's what we did two years ago when we were on the precipice of the NCAA tournament. We do that this year. You know, scoring travels, defense travels. We've got both of those right now. Let's just keep keep blowing out inferior opponents. You know, we got Eastern. Let's let's get a fifteen to twenty point win on the road on uh, Friday, and then let's take care of business against Campbellsville before we start getting in dogfights next weekend in uh, the Virgin Islands. So, yeah. I my debate, I guess technically with Jake with a three, is this this wasn't I don't know so I can't comment on the Tennessee Tech game because I I didn't watch it but this just looks like Justice and Hollinsworth are the ones throwing them up for the most part. Yeah, Hollingsworth really struggled against Tennessee Tech, so it's good to see him bounce back and get over twenty. I think that's the first time, and it, going into last season, I can't remember the last twenty point game he had because of, it's been know, a minute since he took over. Yeah, it's been a while. Minute. I'm glad to see him finally get that back, though, because the Tavion Hollingsworth we saw his freshman year was just phenomenal. He had so, sort of a sophomore slump. I mean, he had to do the same thing last year, having to take over the point a little bit until Monte Bearden was cleared. I mean, of course, we still don't know how long it's going to be to hear anything on Kenny Cooper. So, I mean, it's Which, by the way, what a joke this. that we still haven't heard anything about Cooper. Welcome yes. to the NCAA. Well, I think, yeah. I think it's Lipscomb is part, partially the reason why. So I say we go protest. It's in Nashville. It's not too far. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, like here's, here's the thing. Like you look at who are those two guys who transferred out of UK last year? Quade Green and yeah. um, it was uh, uh, Jamal Quade Baker Green. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So UK was like, yeah, go ahead, go. You know, and they put in a good word for them. So they both got declared immediately eligible. Apparently, the story is Lipscomb waited till the last day to turn in the uh, paperwork for. Uh, for Cooper's waiver, so that's why, and that's why he's probably still towards the back of the line. So I saw that John Rostein tweeted that uh, Cleveland State got a St. John's transfer declared eligible today. So I mean, I guess we just got to say any week now until we hear what the deal is. So, which that is shady as all get out to do. Salty. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just like I don't care what program you are. I don't care if you're top of the top. Or literally just at the bottom of the bottom to actually just wait last minute to do all that just kind of just says something a little bit about how you're handling the process. Yes. Yeah, it's I, all for the student athletes, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I can see both. I mean, partially, if, if Cooper would have just graduated on time too, he wouldn't have had this issue. That's partially the thing too. He took it out of took it out of his own hands. So there's two sides of the deal. It's just. Just crappy how it all worked out. So if he if he knew that his coach probably he probably knew that uh, Belmont right being right down the road their coach might leave. You know maybe you prepare for that because you don't want to like I said you don't want to put that out of out of your own hands put and put it in the NCAA's hands. So 
Yeah. My biggest question, just skimming the numbers here as far as playing time, is Bassey only had 28 minutes. Which is kind of good that he needed the rest. I mean, I'm fine with that. I guess they're just more worried about his health, and that's fine. Yeah, and I'll be honest. Like, he's fallen a ton the first two games of the season. Like, I know he has great hustle, and he's trying to make these plays, but he is getting absolutely beat up in the paint. Like, just and just going up for rebounds and just getting tripped up and stuff. There was a moment where I thought he was, like, actually hurt, where he kind of rolled his ankle. I think somebody accidentally stepped on him, and it kind of messed him up. But, I mean, he was down for a couple minutes, and then he got up and walked it off like he always does. I'm just hey, like, Jared God. Yeah. Did we? So I know obviously uh, Cozart played eight minutes. Does Stansbury play Williams at the five at all? Like to give Bassey a blow, or is, or is it mainly yeah. just them next to each other? He actually has a little bit. I mean, I think he went with a really small lineup. I think it was like uh, Jordan Rawls, Hollingsworth, Savage, uh, Justice, and Williams at one point. Where he had Williams kind of doing the five, and he has that as an option. But he's Matt Horton still hasn't seen the floor at all this year. I still don't know what's up with that. It could be Stansberry being like, "Well, you were going to leave us, and this is kind of what you did." I think it. I think it's something to do with with the academics or something. From what I was reading on the uh, on the message board, they said he was supposed to do something and he didn't, and maybe Stansberry's teaching him a lesson or something. Yeah. And it even if he played, he yeah. wouldn't do that much of a difference. I mean, Western was still going to win pretty heavily with with or without him, so not too much of a difference. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, so I don't have a lot of mailbag stuff this week, but what do you all uh, – Any more mailbag questions from Brett? Yeah, let's see if Brett's got anything. Let's see if I can get him to answer real quick. What's up, Brett? Brad. Hello. I know, right? Been hanging around the whole time listening, so I don't know if he's asleep at the keyboard or what. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if I had That's to listen to talk, I'd fall asleep. <laughs> I would have fell asleep. We're at 53 minutes. It's fine. Um, yeah. So, um, there we go. He says he's driving home from work. <laughs> he wants to know if anybody's going to the EKU yeah, game. Ross is. I'll be there. Yes, Ross is going to make I'll be I'll be the red dot in the sea of maroon. Cuz I'm going Which how it. far of a drive is it from where at to Richmond, Ross? From Louisville to Richmond, hour and a half. Not too yeah, bad. Not, that's not bad. Just that's you go, you go straight through Lexington and you're there. So. That's why Lexington that's, and Louisville's that's, not even that far from each other, right? Lexington nah, and Louisville, no, far. it's an hour. Yeah. Um, I've never yeah, driven here, that stretch before. It's kind of weird. Well, you're from you're from far western Kentucky, so it's why would you? <laughs> I mean, exactly. Yeah. So it's like I started traveling like to the different parts of Kentucky for some strange reason. Now that I live here in Bowling Green, and it's just like I mean, I was taken aback of just like how the G, how centered Bowling Green is compared to the rest of the state. Like, obviously, you're an hour from Nashville, but you're like two hours depending on where you go to Louisville. Lexington, like, two and a half, and then pretty much the rest of the state is just, like, all jumbled together. So, it would be pretty cool for me to drive that stretch from Louisville to Lexington at least one time in my life. I was going to say, Louisville, Lexington is not too bad. Uh, if we go to a bowl game, is anybody going to go to the bowl game? 
Ooh, me and I'm Matt right. can drive to Miami again. <laughs> I <laughs> certainly would have love to take to go. a voice like, recorder and like along. record that whole thing. Okay, I can do. Know. I can do a quick uh, update of uh, bowl projections or whatever. Yeah. Too. Yes. So, yeah. So, go ahead, Ross. Do it. Do you think about? So yeah, I do the roundup every week. This win probably, it, I would say, seventy-five percent clinched the spot for us. So we're eligible. So that's good. That was number one. We need one more to clinch it for sure because Commerce USA just doesn't have. They have five bowl tie-ins with like three secondary. I don't think there is going to be enough Power Five schools to fill them this year. But you know, you don't want to get in a attendance battle, and we're, we had to end up in the Cure Bowl at the last second. Let's take care of business and. Uh, and beat middle at least, and then you'll you don't have any nobody can leapfrog you. But uh, it looks like coach, go ahead. It looks like we could be shipped off to New Mexico to the Bahamas, which I don't think any fans would go to either of those two games. The the two or three I really would hope for. Uh, we could go to the Boca Raton Bowl again, which is always fine. You know, cheap Allegiant flights down there. The Gasparilla Bowl in in Tampa at the Buccaneers Stadium, which would be fun. Another easy trip with with cheap Allegiant flights, and then the one I'm secretly hoping for that's not going to happen it would probably be the uh, the New Orleans Bowl. So um, that would be it's great. A gumbo. I, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. That was gumbo definitely. But um, I think Southern Miss just being like a couple hours up the road is probably going to stop us from going there. So. Looks like uh, Brett's hoping for the Bahamas, which I don't blame you, buddy. And uh, definitely, I hope, I hope he has some money to afford that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mr. Hilltopper's got those Hilltop dollars, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, uh, hey, if you can go, buddy, more power to you. I probably won't be going. Uh, Bring us back a T-shirt. Yes, likelihood, sure. likelihood of you all going to uh, South Florida Bowl. Yeah, only if Southwest goes there. Uh, Jake, what likelihood, bud? Probably not. Of of me going to a bowl game. Yeah, in Florida. We'll say Florida. I mean, unless it was like Nashville, man, I ain't dragging. I mean, <laughs> may, maybe if, it's if in I Louisville. could get. If it's in Louisville, yeah, maybe. But like, There's I got to no drag in Indianapolis. Nah, dog. Yeah. Dude, no, Indy would be nice. I would love Indy, but Indy in the wintertime is very sketch. I'm just here to say, like, un- until the munchkin can ride for multiple hours without screaming her head off, which is not a thing yet, like. Like she gets she she gets pissy yeah right she gets pissy <laughs> around Cave City like every time we go to Bowling Green like she she gets she falls asleep and then like Cave City she's like I smell Mammoth Cave I must be angry I don't know why but she wakes up and gets fussy the rest it's of the way probably, to Bowling Green it's so. probably because of Guntown Mountain it's, she smells that's exactly the, what it is there is what it is uh, that's probably I, what it is yeah I think they somebody's bought that haven't they isn't it Fun Town so, Mountain so they they so somebody bought it and they were trying to like redo it I was following this whole thing on Twitter because they had like they were really trying to redo it and you're right it's supposed to be called Fun Town Mountain but it's been all quiet on the western front for like three years I'm pretty sure they lost their button window. no no I know the whole story I know the whole story okay go for it okay let's uh, go so yes. there's this there's a story there's a store in Louisville like the guy who did like the Big Lebowski fest and all this stuff is called Why Louisville so they sold T-shirts and a bunch of other weird stuff. So this guy, you know, he's kind of an eccentric dude. Uh, he goes down there and he, this is like three years ago, he reopens it up for like a couple months and then has a nervous breakdown because I think he you know, had mental health issues at close. But a new company, like Froggets or something, some local people in Cave City reopened and it's been open for, it's been reopened under them for two years now because I always drive through Cave City to go through the lake. And yeah. uh, 
So yeah, I think I'm not sure if they ever got. I think they got the chairlift even going again. So wow. I was about to say, have they got the death trap of a chairlift going? That's the only question we need to answer. I felt so yeah. sketch going up that thing when I was a kid. Good. Gracious. Oh yeah. Yeah, me too. I was gonna say, my, Jake. Well, my mother took Jake, uh, myself, and my little brother when we were younger. And yeah, dude, I think it's the only time I've ever been was with y'all. Yes, and it was sketch as all get out. I mean, it was <laughs> freaking me it, out, man. It was like it was uh, all the rides are like those carnival rides they put up overnight. So I'm sure at the yeah, end of the day, they just leave them standing. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, Jared, I'll ask you real quick since I know you got to go here in just a second. Yeah. Uh, which bowl game would you hope for, buddy? Honestly, after driving to Miami for 18 hours with Matt, I would never in my life do that again. Nothing against him at all. He was just miserable, absolutely miserable. I never thought we were going to get there. We checked into the hotel room at like 1.30 in the morning after leaving at set like 8 o'clock the morning before that. It was so long of a trip. But, I mean, usually Florida, I mean, we have good recruiting ties down there anyways. That's definitely a realistic option. But, I mean, like, like you, uh, Alex, like what you said, I mean, Indy. I would love a game in Lucas. There's Oil's no game. ball games in Indy. so I know that. There should I'm be, though. <laughs> I feel like that would have some traction. It's just the fact that whenever you go into Indiana in wintertime, there's a very good chance that it's going to be completely frozen over. Like, I made that mistake of going to see the Pacers play the Cavs when LeBron was there a couple of years ago in January. And, yeah, I think that was the biggest snow that Franklin had for the winter. But it was even worse up in Indianapolis. So I had to go up the night before I was supposed to leave anyways. And I had to stay with family just to make sure that I got up there. <laughs> and then that's when all the snow hit was the day of the ball games. So, I mean, whenever you go north for bowl games, I mean, it's just a travel nightmare if you're trying to drive somewhere but i went to detroit that was fun oh the little caesars oh god never forget (laughs) never forget yeah i heard a bunch of fun stories from the marching band that went to that because that was when i was a freshman at western and i started to know all the music people (laughs) good times that's that's funny well uh hey i'll take we'll check you later buddy you uh take care and we'll talk to you next week okay all right see you guys See you. See you, man. Uh, hey, Alex, what do you yes. – uh, what's, your, what's your bowl game? Which one do you want to go to, buddy? Man, I would actually like the bowl game to be in Shreveport for some strange reason. We actually do have a tie-in with the Independence Bowl. But I feel like somehow, some way, we're going to end up in the New Mexico Bowl. I just have yeah. that gut feeling. You're like, probably right there. Shreveport would be cool because we would probably get to play like a – Seven and five, six and six, uh, power five team. So if you're hoping for if you're hoping for the best matchup, I would say independence is what you want because you'd probably get to play like a like a six and six like UK level type bowl team. So that might be something to keep an eye on. Maybe like a, a I'm trying to think like an NC State or a uh, Florida State or something like that. That's kind of sneaking in the ACC. Which I don't see how Florida State with the season they're having actually is somewhat still bowl eligible according to the Saturday Blitz. But I feel like if we're going to play an ACC team, I'd rather it would be probably like North Carolina State or something like that. I mean, worst case scenario, Virginia maybe? Uh, It's possible, I think. Um, It's just a win. A win's all you want in that situation. It's a statement. You can say, you can sell like we did, like they're selling right now. You beat Arkansas on the recruiting trail. Every Power Five wins huge. So. Or 
look at it like this. What if we end up playing Louisville again in a bowl game? Uh, that would be nice. Um, Florida State, uh, currently their next game, which is on the 16th, they're going to play uh, Alabama State. And this is the <laughs> highest FBI index I have ever seen. Uh, they're at a 99.6% that they're going to win. Um, yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah, so um, they're definitely going to go bowl eligible this this Saturday, I would assume. If not, that's going to be one of the biggest upsets since, uh, what, last night? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I would be fine if, if Western played FSU. What would make it better is if Taggart was still there, but, you know, it's whatever. Um, yeah, that would have been a good storyline. Uh, so, Ross, what's your uh, uh, prediction thus far on uh, bowl games? As far as which one would you like to go to? Well, I'd, I'd already said New Orleans for sure. I think that'd be oh, easy sorry. to get to, and it'd be fun partying. <laughs> and you probably get to play App State. I think probably realistically it'll be either Boca, New Mexico, or Shreveport would be the three. So hopefully, hopefully it's just somewhere you can go. The Bahamas would be great, but you literally – Book a last last minute flight down to to the Bahamas. It would cost you like fifteen hundred dollars. I don't think we'd have any fans there like we did in five years ago. So maybe like two at the most that would actually travel to the Bahamas. Yeah, <laughs> just a handful. I was gonna say we. I mean, you'd have your big uh, your big boosters that would make the trip, um, and then you know people that the coaches take with them. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then somehow the parents of the Florida players. Yes. Um, they're going to take their speedboats across to the Bahamas. Uh, but anyway, um, no, the, uh, I agree that the Bahamas would be an awesome bowl for the guys to go to, but it's not feasible for fans to travel there. Um, it, it would be really nice if they, if Western could offer some kind of package where they could, you know, for thousand dollars, you fly down there and you get a hotel, you know, for the couple nights and then you're back, you know, whatever. Uh, that would be awesome if they could do that. Um, we'll have to talk to Todd and see if we can get that going. Uh, so for the final quick segment here, right before we get cut off, uh, just kind of a what are we doing in the bye week? Uh, for me and somebody who's riding a motorcycle, uh, I'm watching Disney Plus, and I am not ashamed to admit that. Because like the rest of the country, uh, Disney has the power to make it snow. And so they made it snow yesterday, and everybody get to get, got to sit at home and watch Disney Plus except for me. How is it? It's pretty nice. It's really nice. Um, I'm a Star Wars fan, and the new Mandalorian is on there, and it's freaking awesome. I watched it twice today. (laughs) Because they've only got one episode up so far, and so I just sat and watched it again. It was great. I loved it. Quick question. Did you you do the bundle with that ESPN Plus and Hulu or just Disney Plus? We've just done the Disney Plus thus far, but I'm going to try and uh, see if we can get into the the bundle because that seems a lot cheaper and a lot more cost. I mean, you're already probably paying for ESPN plus, right? So yeah, yeah that's my thing is I've already got yeah. ESPN plus. So I'm probably just going to add it in. Yes. Cause that's I mean, something it, and if you got do. Uber, it's even better, but go ahead. Yeah. That's something I'm going to do too. Cause literally I already pay Hulu and ESPN plus separately. So oh, yeah, I mean, that's a sure, nice deal either it. way. Yeah, and Jake, Jake, when when your uh, little girl gets a little bit older, you're just gonna it's gonna pay in spades. Mine just finally is getting old enough where we let her watch TV all the time. My two, plus, <laughs> and it, it's a gr- it's a great little distraction thing when you're 
when you're like, okay, I, I've worked my butt off all day. Let's let's just chill and watch uh, Robin Hood or something. No joke though. Yeah. As far as Disney Plus goes, I mean, they've got a lot of movies that they've pulled from their vault. So you know, all the movies from our childhood and before. Uh, they've got Darkwing Duck, which my wife and set, my wife and I sat and watched it. Um, they've got Ducktales. They've got X Men, the old X Men cartoon. Um, they've got one of the Spider Men, uh, Spider Man Unlimited, Spider Man Unlimited. Excuse me. Uh, they don't have the original that we watched when we were kids, which is kind of yeah. Dis- that's a Fox property. Well, see, they bought Fox, so they, they have all of Fox. Yes, so they've got okay. all the Simpsons. I sat oh, and watched. Right. I forgot yes. about that. I forgot I about that. I sat and watched too. season one, episode one of The Simpsons yesterday, which was great. Oh my god, it was so awful, but it was hilarious. Um, I was gonna say, I mean, that was so cringeworthy. Yes. Yeah, no, my munchkin is not quite old enough to have the attention span to like care about TV too much. Yeah, enjoy we that while about, you can. <laughs> we watched about fifteen minutes of Winnie the Pooh the other day. Which, by the way, I just have to say, Winnie the Pooh, I think maybe one of the most underrated Disney characters like today. The original Winnie the Pooh stuff from like the '60s had so many dad jokes and like puns that little kids don't get, but that parents do. I just sit there cracking up, like I forgot how good this was. Holy crap! Well, first off, Winnie the Pooh is actually outlawed in China, just so you all know. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really hilarious. That's don't trust China. Good. Yeah, uh, and just so you know, I'm a huge South Park fan. A lot of you listeners know that already. Uh, but don't South Park, China. South Park touched on that in their latest season, and it icks me up every time watching that. Um, but, uh, so yeah, Disney plus is awesome. Um, I've only got about a minute and a half here before we're going to be cut off. Uh, so real quick, uh, Alex, what do you got as far as what you're doing this week? Waiting for the bye week to end. Sadly, it falls on the same week as the Titans on their bye week. So pretty much I'm just going to kick back, watch a lot of our teams do some scouting a little bit, but also, Go to Fort Campbell. Like, me and my parents, we go to Fort Campbell a lot. So, Saturday, we're just going to chill, kick back, get some groceries from the commissary, and just make a complete day of it. Sounds good. Uh, Jake, real quick, what you got? Nothing, man. Like, I'm probably going to Bowling Green in your freaking baby shower. Yep, yep. That's, yeah, my baby shower's this weekend. Yeah, uh, that's, what, that's what I'm doing. That's my weekend. Congrats. Ross, what's up, Congrats. Um, I'll go to the EKU game on Friday with a co-worker who played there in the 70s. And then uh, Saturday or Sunday, I think we'll go to the aquarium up in Cincinnati. So Nice. New nice. Point. That's nice. Uh, that was my first uh, Five Guy Burger was up there, which, by nice. God, my wife and I, we paid 30 bucks for that. Um, <laughs> so before I get cut off, because uh, we we're, we're set at an hour 10, um, just uh, remember, guys, the men's basketball plays sometime. Friday. Uh, Friday, yeah, Friday, Friday against Eastern. Uh, football's on a bye week. Uh, and as always, guys, go tops. Go tops. Go tops. Go tops.